Yo, what up? Welcome to another episode of the Oakland Warriors podcast. I'm Patrick, and I am joined by my good friend, Vu Bang. What's up, Vu Bang? Hey, Patrick. So, ready for a pool party? Oh, yeah, yeah. Always ready for a pool party on Pool Island. So you wanted to talk about Jordan Poole, something about his draft year. What would you have in mind? So here's what happened. On a whim, I was thinking, I'm just going to go back to see what all of the NBA talking heads and bleacher reports out there are saying about Jordan Poole. And I'm sure some of them have already done a redraft and put Jordan Poole back up to you know, top 15 or top 10 or whatever you want to call it. And when I looked it up, the last redraft I found was from February 2021. And I was like, oh, okay. And I read it and I was like, whoa, Jordan Poole is nowhere in this top 30 list. And then I read the Warriors um, um, portion at number 28 where they talked about, hey, Jordan Poole is in the G League right now. So we know exactly where he belongs, you know? You yeah, know? So I, I thought, would it be great to actually – redraft the redraft and just call out these guys and see whether or not you would want any of these players above Jordan Poole right now, right here and right now. Well, didn't he go to the G League and have that transformative run in March, right? Yeah, that was right after. I'm going to go through a February 2021 um, Bleacher Report redraft, and then I'm going to name a bunch of players. And then you tell me at what point (laughs) is it that you would actually pick Jordan Poole over any of these other players that they redrafted. And we're not going to start with the actual draft, okay? Because there's been a lot of basketball played since then. So I'm going to trust the Bleacher Report redraft. Because just so you remember, Smilagic was was chosen at 39 in the draft. (laughs) So that's the level of drafting um, that we're talking about. Okay, okay. All right. All right. So number one is Zion. It's a trick question already. I'll take a healthy Zion for sure. Yeah, that's such a cop out. Really. <laughs> like, okay, so you're saying Zion now with like all the foot issues? Yeah, I mean he legit might not be as good as we think he is going to yeah, be. Yeah, honestly, I'll take a Jordan Poole who can play over a Zion who can't because it's obvious that if Zion can play to his capabilities, you take Zion Williamson. But how about know, for the talking. Warriors though? Let's just think about it this way: if you to trade the exact the exact player right now. Exact player right now, Zion Williamson, is on the bench because he can't play. (laughs) No, but he might come back. Okay, so if he can play his normal self, you take Zion Williamson, hands down. Got it. But if you were in this waiting pattern with him right now, would you take Jordan Poole? That's what I'm saying is like, there's actually a debate right now, which is crazy to think. That's how good Jordan Poole is right now. (laughs) This is a tough one because it's like, is he going to really be coming back full strength I'll just say he's coming back in a couple months. I'll take Zion Williamson. Got it. You know? Okay. Yeah, well, the next one's to. easy. John Morant. Yeah. John Morant, hands down. Okay. RJ Barrett. Oh, man. RJ Barrett shooting 40%, 35 from three, six, six. I've never liked RJ Barrett. I'll take, <laughs> I'll take yeah, Jordan Poole. All right. DeAndre Hunter. I'll take Jordan Poole. Darius Garland. Ooh. Actually, no, no, no. I'm sorry. The next up is Tyler Hero. That's a tough one. Um, they're like really? mirror, mirror of each other. I'll take Tyler Hero. Wow, that's interesting. Keldon Johnson. No, no. I mean, tell me why it's interesting. Like, you think it's an obvious choice to take Jordan Poole? I feel like Tyler Hero might have a higher, has already proven his upper limit, and I don't know if he's proven to get back up there. And he might just be bubble confident. 
but man, well, basically he's shooting 44%, 39% from three, and he's averaging about 20, 21 points. I mean, he got called out for all the bubble stuff and just being maybe a little bit fraudulent last season, but you know, he's come out pretty strong. He had a good early part of the season. I haven't honestly kept up with him since then, but the ups and downs of Tyler Hero aren't too different from the ups and downs of Jordan Poole. So, you know, just that's, to shake it up, I'll say, I'll say I'll take Hero. All right. I mean, I can't argue against that. I mean, it's just it's just kind of crazy to think that we're even talking about this as if <laughs> right? compared to last year. Yeah. I mean, this is this is why this makes me so happy. I mean, last season, beginning of last season, I was I'm sure I said on this podcast a few times that Jordan Poole has no real NBA skill that he's great at yet, you know? And uh, hey, he put in the and, work. So Yeah. And this year we realize his true NBA skill is basketball. So there you go. <laughs> All right. Next up, Keldon Johnson. Uh, I'll take. He was picked 29th overall. He was picked right after Jordan Poole. So we actually could have gotten him. I'll take Jordan Poole. I definitely think uh, Poole has a higher ceiling and, you know, in terms of like greater potential to be a quote unquote star player. Next up, Brandon Clark. That guy's solid, but I'll take Jordan Poole. PJ Washington. <laughs> I'll take. I'll go Jordan Poole just because nice. of uh, PJ Washington's uh, choice in partners. Uh, Darius Garland. Darius Garland is good, man. That kid yeah. is good. I have an issue with him being 6'1". So a potential explosive scoring point guard who's 6'1 versus a potential explosive scoring shooting guard who's 6'4". This might be a homer take. And if anyone from Cleveland hears this, they'd probably argue with me, but uh, I'll still go pool. But Darius Garland, man, especially with Garland and the Cavs having what, like three, six, ten, seven footers in their front line. They can afford to have Darius Garland out there. All right. Next up, Kobe White. I like that kid coming out of college, but I'll take Jordan Poole for sure. BR report. So has Eric Pascal going 12 here. So yeah, Jordan Poole. It's crazy <laughs> that it's crazy that Jordan Poole is this much better than Eric Pascal at this point, right? Because yeah, we, we, we kind of knew Pascal's limitations even in his rookie year, but we didn't think he would fall off a cliff last year and then just become like a, you know, Hey, Utah, take this guy off our hands, reunite him with his best friend. And, uh, you know, Jordan Poole is kind of taken off. That's just what happens when you're playing a different brand of basketball in the middle of a Warriors game. It's very bizarre. It's like, yeah, it's like a a bull in a China shop. Uh, Lou Dort. Lou Dort. I love that guy. Yeah. Oh man, that's so a tough to one. Uh, Undrafted. I love what he brings on the defensive end. But for the Warriors, though, do we need a Lou Dort? No, we need a Jordan Poole. Yeah. Jackson Hayes. Jackson Hayes. That guy can fly. 6'11. This is not a bad draft class, huh? No, no, no. I mean, usually there it takes a couple years, right, to see who sticks and see who flames out, but. Yeah, there's a lot of guys who are, are making noise. Uh, there's but, a lot of guys that just look like they've been in the league for a while. I'll take Jordan Poole, but I'm a big Jackson Hayes fan yeah, just in terms of his size, 6'11", and athletic. So I'll take Poole. Cam Reddish. Cam Reddish looked way worse on the Knicks. I don't know what they're going to do with him. I don't know what Tibbs is thinking. His stats were way down. 
after he got traded from the Hawks to the Knicks. So he might kind of just be lost and wandering, but he needs to find a, a good situation for him. I don't know if this is it. I don't really follow the Knicks that closely. Did you see him in the playoffs last year for the Hawks? I did, Last yeah. season? Yeah. He, he would just come in, and there was one game where he hit like four or five threes or something. Over the offseason, I was like, man, I wish the Warriors had somebody like Cam Reddish. But then they drafted Jonathan Kaminga, and I was like, okay, <laughs> somebody I like more, way more than Cam Reddish. So I'll go Jordan Poole. College basketball fans, join the action on the court during the biggest tournament of the year with DraftKings Sportsbook. Turn your team's victory into your own big win. New customers can bet $5 on any team to win and get $200 in free bets if they do. It's that simple. If they win, you win. If Sportsbook isn't available in your state yet, you can still join the College Hoops action with DraftKings Pools. Everyone can play free pools all March long for a shot at a share of over $250,000 in prizes. Simply join a pool and answer questions like, who will make it to the next round, and who will hit the most three-pointers. Then track your results. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code TBPN. Bet $5 on any college hoops team to win and get $200 in free bets if they do. If they win, you win with promo code TBPN. This week at DraftKings Sportsbook. 21 and over. Restrictions apply. See show notes for details. All right, Matisse Steibel. I'll take Jordan Poole. I love Steibel. I love him on defense, obviously, like we've seen him give Steph problems. And I'm actually really surprised that dude is only 6'5". He looks and plays like he's 6'8 or something. But bottom line is Poole is just a much more dynamic player and he has the ability to become a star rather than just be a role player, which I think is Dybul's ceiling, a top tier role player. But I think Poole can be more than that. You know, it's not a shoe in but I think he can be more than that, and we're seeing that. Thiable is kind of like a, a poor man's late career Tayshawn Prince or something. All right, I'm going to name two at a time now. Rui Hachimura and Grant Williams. I'll take Jordan Poole. All right, I'm going to skip everybody else and just name two more players. All right, you ready yeah. for this? this these are Wait, And whoever else you named, I, I don't even know, but I'll take Jordan Poole over him. <laughs> exactly, just... yeah. Okay. All right, Taylor Horton Tucker. Oh, God. Jordan Poole. <laughs> All right, and then the last one, Bowl Bowl. Jordan Poole. Those are uh, easy enough. Taylor Horton Tucker. I don't – I'm sure he's fine, but, like, Lakers fans act like he's a second coming. I just don't get it. I don't get it. And he was injured, but he's still shooting, what, 28% from three, 40% from the field. I just think that's all hype, you know. This is just L.A. hype. And Lakers fans are like, okay, we'll have to give up THT and a first-round pick for Simmons. <laughs> <laughs> My God. Well, speaking of L.A., what about what about Terrence Mann? God, I thought Terrence Mann was older than this. He was in this draft. I like Terrence Mann a lot. I do too, yeah. 6'5", and he's like more athletic. He shoots 30, 38. 38% from three, 47%, 46% from the field. <laughs> I don't know. I might actually pull the trigger on that, man. Exactly. But Pool again has a higher ceiling. Like man's like Thibel, you know, a definite solid top tier role player. But again, Pool has a chance to maybe be a star. Now, I don't know how big of a star Pool could be, right? Man is clearly a better defender, but you know, Pool, his offensive numbers, if he continues. And if you can ride through the rest of what's left of this season and then through the playoffs playing as well as he has been through all of March, 
then that's a bigger sample size than the stretches we've seen. And if he can continue that, then he's a different player than we all thought he was going to be, even from the beginning of this season. Terrence Mann feels like he's been in the league for long, a long time. Yeah. I don't know what it is about him, but I, I kind of feel like Jordan Poole's trajectory is just going up. Like I keep thinking about trajectory. And if you think about where he was at this time last year versus now, like, shouldn't he be, get better? He should get better. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. You make a good point about trajectory and potential. I don't necessarily think Jordan Poole has an all-star game in his future, especially in an always stacked West backcourt. Would you bet on him not making an all-star game ever or bet on him making the all-star game five times in his career? Oh, I would bet on him not making it ever over five times in his career because there's just too many other guys, I think, to make it that many times. One year, two years, maybe. And I think he'll improve. I mean, obviously he's proven me and so many other people wrong over the last, you know, calendar year, actually. So he can definitely improve more, but to do it five times... But Clay's been, what, four or five times? You have to get to a certain level of greatness to be an all-star that many times in your career. All right. Well, that is another episode of the Open Warriors podcast. Be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Feel free to hit me up on Twitter at Patrick Cupino, E-P-I-N-O, or at Open Warriors. Check us out at OpenWarriors.com. And be sure to tell your fellow Warrior fan friends to tune in and listen to the Open Warriors podcast. It's produced by National Film Society and is a part of the Basketball Podcast Network. And if you're so inclined, please leave us a five-star rating and say nice stuff about us in a review somewhere like on Apple Podcasts. That's it. Music in this episode provided by Paper Sun. Special thanks to Paul Amardo for production support. See you next time, and go Doug.